Hi, I'm Rob Gore, and you're listening to Enjoying the Goodness of God. Chapter 2, Seeing Jesus in the Scriptures Now behold, two of them were traveling that same day to a village called Emmaus, which was seven miles from Jerusalem. And they talked together of all the things which had happened. So it was while they conversed and reasoned that Jesus himself drew near and went with them, but their eyes were restrained so that they did not know him. And he said to them, What kind of conversation is that you are having with one another as you walk and are sad? Then one whose name was Cleopas answered and said to him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem? And have you not known the things which happened there in these days? And he said to them, What things? So they said to him, The things concerning Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we were hoping that it was he who was going to redeem Israel. Luke chapter 24, verses 13 through 21. Notice that Jesus was not their main agenda. Because they were focused on the redemption of Israel, sadness had filled their hearts. But watch what happens when they focus on Jesus. The scripture says, Indeed, besides all this, today is the third day since these things happened. Yes, and certain women of our company who arrived at the tomb early astonished us. When they did not find his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. And certain of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but him they did not see. Then he said to them, O foolish ones and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not the Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Then they drew near to the village where they were going, and he indicated that he would have gone farther. But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in to stay with them. Now it came to pass, as he sat at the table with them, that he took bread, blessed it, and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they knew him, and he vanished from their sight. And they said to one another, Did not our hearts burn within us while he talked with us on the road, and while he opened the scriptures to us? So they rose up that very hour and returned to Jerusalem, and found the eleven, and those who were with them gathered together, saying, The Lord is risen indeed, and has appeared to Simon. And they told about the things that had happened on the road, and how he was known to them in the breaking of bread. Luke 24, verses 21 through 35. As they began seeing Jesus in the scriptures, their hearts started to burn within them. You too will receive strength and joy when you see the grace of our Lord Jesus in the Scriptures. The Scripture says, Now as they said these things, 
Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said to them, Peace to you. But they were terrified and frightened, and supposed they had seen a spirit. And he said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do doubts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me and see, for a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. And while they still did not believe for joy, he marveled and said to them, Have you any food here? So they gave him a piece of broiled fish and some honeycomb, and he took it and ate it in their presence. And he said to them, These are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. And he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. Then he said to them, Thus it is written, and thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And you are witnesses of these things. Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Luke 24, verses 35 to 49. All their lives, these two had dreamed of the day when God would redeem Israel. Then just when their dreams seemed attainable, it was cruelly shattered. Their hope had turned to sadness, disillusion, and doubts as they tried to make sense of all that had happened. I've been there, my dream ripped from my heart by a cruel thief who cast all blame on me. I'm sure you have been there too. Yet in the very midst of all their discouragement, Jesus drew near to them. It may seem like he's far away when we are discouraged, but grace is actually drawn to weakness. Jesus is near us, and he deeply cares about everything we are going through. Notice how Jesus asked them a question in order to permit them to share their hurt and pain. That is our Savior. How easily he might have sat them down and given them a sermon about the importance of not speaking doubt and unbelief. Instead, his concern was for them. Do not ever be afraid to tell Jesus how you feel or what is discouraging you. You may be focused on your problem, but Jesus is focused on you. Jesus did not give them a sermon about what they needed to do, but what they needed to believe. He said they were slow to believe what the prophets had spoken because they did not understand that the prophecies were all about him. Having no understanding is the actual meaning of the Greek word translated foolish. Jesus was not calling them foolish or dumb. He said that they were slow to believe because they did not understand that all the Old Testament prophecies were about Jesus. The scripture says, Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. The whole Bible points to Jesus. 
That's what we're supposed to be hearing from the pulpit. Every sermon is supposed to be a fresh revelation of the loveliness of Jesus, not the depravity of man. Here's Jesus preaching the first New Covenant sermon ever. What did he think was the most important subject of all? Seeing Jesus in the Scriptures. You would think that Cleopas and his friend would have been tired at the end of their seven-mile journey home. Instead, as Jesus revealed himself in the Scriptures, their hearts burned within them and their strength and joy returned. And that's what's going to happen for you, too. As this book unveils the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, new strength and joy will fill your heart. You can't earn it. Just read and allow Jesus to be your shepherd. He will feed his sheep. These two disciples rushed back to Jerusalem to tell the others about what had happened. When they arrived in Jerusalem, they were told that Jesus had appeared to Peter also. Then when Jesus appeared to them all, they were terrified and frightened, thinking they were seeing a ghost. Jesus did not condemn them for their unbelief. He was so personal and compassionate. He showed them his hands and feet. He told them to touch him and hug him. Even when they still struggled to believe, he asked for some food and ate it before them. What grace! Do not worry about having doubts. Instead of condemning the disciples for their unbelief, Jesus was willing to do whatever it took for them to believe. And he will do the same for you. I hope you've enjoyed listening to Enjoying the Goodness of God. If you'd like more information about Rob Gore Ministries, just go to robgore.org. Remember, you are greatly blessed, highly favored, deeply loved, and totally protected by Jesus.